Life Real Crime is a true crime podcast brought to you by Woody Overton and executive producer Toby Templey. for weeks now about the new cold case podcast that our executive producer Toby Tomplay and I are going to be doing together. And like I told you on last week's episode on Real Life Real Crime, the name of it is Don't Call It a Cold Case. We'll be launching this podcast really soon, and the first season is going to be following the current investigation of Miss Barbara Blunt's disappearance. And we're going to need every one of you lifers to tune in and help us solve this case. Without further ado, here's the unreleased first episode of our new podcast. Every murder victim had a mama. went missing from this home in Holden for families. Intensive searches on the ground and by air. We're currently searching the premises, uh, we're searching the woods, and, and you know, we're searching the area. Barbara Blunt disappeared three weeks ago. Four weeks ago. Barbara Blunt went missing from her home just six weeks ago. Three months. Six months later. And still nothing. 58-year-old Barbara Blunt disappeared from her home in Holden. Authorities are still baffled. Even the FBI is involved. Even the FBI was called in, but still, the case is not solved. Her whereabouts, still unknown. What happened to Barbara Blunt? What happened to Barbara Blunt? After seven years. Still. Nothing. This has been almost 12 years since 58-year-old Barbara Blunt disappeared from her home in Holden. It's a cold case that's now starting to heat up all over again. A criminal investigator and an award-winning podcaster are teaming up to handle a cold case that has haunted authorities for more than a decade. 
In 2008, a 58-year-old Sunday school teacher named Barbara Blunt disappeared from her home in Holden, Louisiana, and was never heard from again. Holden is a very rural town, about 45 minutes east of Baton Rouge. Unless you live in or around this area, you've probably never heard of this case. I've lived in Baton Rouge or the surrounding areas my entire life, and until recently, I hadn't heard of it either. But it happened over a decade ago. So why am I just now hearing about something completely crazy that happened less than an hour from my house 10 years ago? Why didn't one of the most bizarre cold cases ever get national media coverage? I'll tell you why. It's because Mrs. Barbara Blunt wasn't a celebrity in the mainstream limelight. She wasn't a famous millionaire with a nasty cocaine habit or a recording artist with a song on the Billboard Hot 100. She was a Sunday school teacher. She was a widow, and she was a phenomenal mother who loved her children more than anything in the world. She dreamed of having grandchildren. She prayed every day and night. She kept her house impeccably clean, and she would help anyone in need or in distress. By all accounts of anyone who knew her or knew of her, she was basically a saint with no enemies. Because really, she never did anything bad to anybody. She'd help you. She'd, she'd, she'd do anything for you except hurt you. And still, on May 2nd, 2008, she just disappeared. Local law enforcement investigated, and even the FBI was brought in to help out, and they all did a fine job. But the series of events immediately following her disappearance were uncanny. Investigators had everything working against them. Any clues or evidence were just washed away, literally. Now, law enforcement can only dedicate so much time and resources to working a case until they need to move on. I want to be clear. It's not their fault. There's plenty of crime and murders happening worldwide, and investigators need to investigate those. Sometimes, especially when a case isn't super high profile, it just goes cold. Bess, it's been almost 12 years since 58-year-old Barbara Blunt disappeared from her home in But just Holden. because it wasn't a Hollywood scandalous affair or a high-profile case, should the world just forget about it and move on? Stop looking for answers because Mrs. Barbara Blunt was just a good everyday person and not a celebrity? Of course not. Good people deserve justice as much as anyone, right? Meanwhile, Mrs. Barbara Blunt had a son and a daughter and sisters and brothers and cousins and family, and they've all been haunted by this nightmare every day for the last 12 years, praying for answers. They deserve those answers and closure to this horrific chapter of their lives. If you can, truly try to imagine if your sister or your mother just went missing one day. Would you ever stop looking? I wouldn't. Not until I had answers. Mrs. Barbara Blunt didn't live a high-risk or dangerous lifestyle often associated with cases where adults go missing. In fact, she was the farthest thing from that which is why this case is so baffling to me. On a Friday in May in 2008, relatives came by her house to discover her car missing, the front door open, and pots and pans scattered throughout the kitchen. And that was it. 
I'm Toby Tomplay. Who I am isn't important to this story yet. So for now, just think of me as a guy who wants answers. But to give you a quick background on me in two sentences or less, I'm a recording artist. I'm a singer, songwriter, guitar player, music producer, and audiobook narrator. So why in the world am I investigating a cold case? Well, as of the last year, I'm also a true crime podcast producer. As it turns out, this case was basically placed in my lap, and I couldn't look the other way. So, starting today, I'm adding investigative journalist to my list of titles. Again, who I am isn't important just yet. But you know what is? The hundreds of thousands of cold cases out there, including Miss Barbara Blunt's, just waiting to be solved. And no one has been solving them. Well, not no one. Someone has. That man's name is Woody Overton. I'll tell you about Woody in just a minute. There are also dozens, if not hundreds, of cold case podcasts, and I have several favorites myself. I encourage you to check them all out. Having said that, I don't know of many that are currently solving cold cases. In fact, before I met Woody Overton, I had only listened to one true crime podcast that followed the trail of a cold case and actually solved it. Did you know that less than 1% of all cold cases ever get solved? And that percentage goes down as the years go on. It's an understatement to say that solving one is pretty phenomenal. Which brings me to Woody and the reason why I'm doing this. So who is Woody Overton? In short, he's a fixer, a solver. In addition to being an incredible storyteller, Woody is a former state police homicide detective, former SWAT team member, former U.S. Army sergeant, former prison guard. The list goes on and on. He's a board-certified polygraphist, which means he's licensed to give polygraph tests. In fact, he's renowned as one of the top polygraphists in the country. He's basically a human lie detector. He's also the host of an award-winning true crime podcast. Woody and I met over a year ago, and I now produce his podcast, Real Life, Real Crime. He and I are very much alike in many ways. We're both relentlessly determined, we won't take no for an answer, and so on. Also, in many ways, we're polar opposites. I'm a creative. I'm like a fun-loving, happy, peaceful guy. Woody, on the other hand, doesn't hold his tongue for anyone. Probably because of all his years in law enforcement. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. That's Woody. He doesn't care who he pisses off or offends. He's probably one of the least politically correct people I know. Don't get me wrong, he's a true patriot and always fights the good fight. But trust me, if you're being investigated for a crime that you're guilty of, you don't want to be on the side of the table opposite Woody because he will find the truth, whatever it takes. At the end of the day, Woody and I always agree on this. If you're a criminal, especially a murderer, you should be held accountable for what you've done. No matter how much money you have, 
No matter what your social status is, no matter what color your skin is or what religion you practice. As the saying goes, justice is blind. Real life, real crime. I've met few people that believe that as strongly as Woody Overton. Season two of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast, focused on the 15-year-old cold murder case of Courtney Coco, a 19-year-old girl who was found murdered in 2004. Former homicide detective, now award-winning podcaster, Woody Overton, packed his bags and went to Courtney's hometown of Alexandria, Louisiana, where he stayed for seven weeks and solved the case in six. Yes, you heard me correctly. He investigated the case, conducted interviews, and actually solved a 15-year-old cold murder case in six weeks. He gift-wrapped all the evidence, all the undisputed proof, the names, and the information on the guilty criminals that did it, and handed it over to local law enforcement. When arrests weren't immediately made, naturally there was a huge uproar in the community. And that heat grows daily. Law enforcement officials have given reasons why the arrests haven't been made for months now. But mark my words, it's coming. And when it does, it's going to make national headlines. Hopefully by the time this podcast you're listening to now airs, arrests will have been made and the world will have justice for Courtney Coco. Ever since Woody Overton solved this case, people from all around the globe have been sending in their cold cases asking Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast, to investigate them. One case seemed to come up over and over again, more than any of the others. The case of Mrs. Barbara Blunt. The Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office is now reaching out to us, to a podcast, to help solve this case. That is unprecedented. So Woody and I decided, well, we have to solve it, don't we? Our investigation into the disappearance of Mrs. Barbara Blunt is quickly taking on a life of its own, which is why we are creating this podcast dedicated to investigating and solving cold cases, starting with the Barbara Blunt case. Welcome to Don't Call It a Cold Case, the podcast. Let me tell you a little bit more about the Blunt case. Barbara Blunt went missing from this home in Holden, Her family says the door was partially locked, but there were no signs of forced entry. In the days following her disappearance, search teams fanned out, using dogs and four-wheelers looking for her. Uh, We're searching the woods and, and, you know, we're searching the area. The family searched, law enforcement searched, the community searched, everyone chipped in, everyone helped, but nothing. The search ended unsuccessfully. Days turned into months and months into years. Somebody did something to her because she would not just get up and leave without telling anybody where she's going. That was the voice of Christy, one of Mrs. Barbara Blunt's two children, and that clip was taken from a news interview a few years ago. Christy has a theory that foul play was involved and that a person or persons were involved with Mrs. Barbara's disappearance. Barbara also had nine siblings, a huge family. I've been told that Mrs. Barbara Blunt's children were very close to her. One thing that I've learned from Woody is that in any investigation, you should start with the family and work your way out. So we're going to attempt to interview Barbara Blunt's daughter and son soon. 
Hopefully one or both of them will have some answers, or at least some clues to point us in the right direction. First of all, I hope they'll be willing to talk to us, but I have no idea at this point. Regardless, we won't stop there. We'll interview as many people as it takes. We'll turn over as many rocks as we need to to get to the bottom of this. In a few days, we have an interview lined up with Sheriff Jason Ard from the Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office coming here to my studio to meet with Woody and myself and to discuss the facts of this case. It's a little bit surreal. I'm very excited about investigating a cold case and even more excited about the possibility of solving it. But at the same time, I've got an uneasy feeling in my stomach. So many things in this case just don't add up, and I don't understand them. Yet. It's not like she was living a high-risk lifestyle. I mean, she was a Sunday school teacher that loved everyone around her, and everyone loved her. Someone like that doesn't just vanish. It seems like she had no reason, that we know of, to run away either. It goes without saying, her disappearance is more than fishy. And of course, the obvious question looms over me. If law enforcement couldn't solve this case in 12 years, can we solve it now, starting from scratch? Well, the way I see it, we don't have a choice. This family needs answers, and we have to. Stay tuned. I have a feeling this is going to be one hell of a ride. Don't call it a cold case. Don't call it a cold case. Would you stop looking? Get ready for Don't Call It a Cold Case. Coming soon. And I'm Woody Overton, your host of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. Until next time or ever, don't let me catch you down on murder by you peace get ready you're gonna do Real Crime is a true crime podcast brought to you by Woody Overton and executive producer Toby Template.